All right, welcome back to Always Evolving. I'm here with Mark and Heidi D'Amelio. And if you don't know who Mark and Heidi are, um, you may know their daughters, right? Yes. Yes. And your life has taken off in the last few years in a totally different direction than you had on your vision board, right? <laughs> you could say that in less than a few years. Yes. A year and a half. And, and what happened? You're now in LA, so. So do you want to take? Well, I, I think like most parents, when you when you have kids, you you think you have these crazy aspirations for what your kids are going to do, and then you settle into reality and realize, all right, they're just gonna, they're going to go to school, they're going to do extracurricular activities, they might play a sport, and then we were, you know, we we because we were so close to New York, we did some castings and some things, and for the most part we as a family weren't really into it and it kind of just went away. And then we we're at the Dixie was a senior, right? Or junior senior. End of her Both of them were in year. high school and we we're just looking at the finish line going, yeah, senior. cool, man. We're going to be Dixie's going to be in college. Right. Charlie's going to be out of high school and then we'll figure out what we're doing. And then this happened. And what is this? Like, so, so for people <laughs> who don't know, what is this? So, um, Charlie was, um, making videos with her friends at school and she would show them to me. And I was like, wait, what is it? Is this like Vine? Like, what is it? What's all the dancing? I was so confused. And she was like, it's TikTok." And I was like, well, where's your page? And she was like, well, I don't have one. I'm cause Charlie's a dancer. She's been dancing, uh, since she's three. And um, so they would ask her to learn the dances and teach it to them. And then they'd make TikToks. Right. And so she didn't even have an account. It was previously Musical.ly, which she did a few Musical.ly's. And then like, if you were doing Musical.ly, you were getting made fun of. So she stopped because. It wasn't cool enough. It wasn't cool. No, she was just insecure about it. So, um, but she really did enjoy it. She will never, ever say that. Fast forward. So they're doing this. So finally, she was like, oh, I'm going to start. She was having so much fun doing it. I'm going to start my own account. So she did. I think that was the end of her freshman, freshman year of high school. And then July, mid-July, um, she had her first video go viral. In 2019. In 2019. And then pretty much every video after that went viral. Dixie is making fun of her the whole time. She was like, this is so embarrassing. I cannot believe you're and making these videos. she's 14 at the time. Uh, 15. 15. She had just turned 15. Okay, so the first time she goes viral. She had just right turned 15. Right on TikTok. What emotions did you all have? So I was driving her to... Uh, this dance um, intensive, it was three day thing. And uh, we're, on our drive, she was like, there's like 5,000 5, likes and 10,000. And so she goes into this dance class for three hours and comes out and there's like, I don't know, 300,000 views or something or likes. And she was freaking out. Like, what do I do? What do I do now? What do I do now? What do I do now? And I was like, what do you mean? What do you do now? Like, I was so removed from like, Go, I never had that thought. Like, what if you go viral? What What do you do now? And so 
I was like, she was shaking. Mm. She was just like, okay, basically I'm famous now. Like kidding. <laughs> it's like but, the 15 minutes of yeah, fame, right? Like, like you no, guys are like, this is just a moment. Yeah. Well, you know, she's been dancing a long time. She wasn't pursuing, I want to be, uh, I want to go viral or whatever. She had her path. Right. She had her path from when she was probably middle school. She wanted to be in a college yeah, she's dance team. She's an unbelievable team. dancer. She, and she, there was two options that she had decided between uh, going to a college with a dance program or being on a college dance team. And that was more appealing to her. It was more like sports and like they compete and stuff like that. So that she knew where she wanted to go. She knew the choreographers there. She wanted to go to UNLV. Choreographers there are Jennifer Lopez's choreographer. So she had this very clear path. Yep. Yep, And she was not going to change that. And so this started happening and it went fast. All the, all, that's all everybody was talking about on TikTok. And it was pretty wild. So the first time she goes viral, the two of you are like, oh, Charlie made a video and it was popular. Like, was that what you guys said to each other? Like, oh, that's interesting. We were we were all on social media and we knew Vine. So it was kind of, we knew exactly what was happening. And I'm my, I'm in the apparel industry and a lot of the companies I work with have social media that right. we've been. So we weren't like had our heads buried in the sand. So we knew, but then I also knew a year or so prior Vine was exploding and then it went away. So we we're just like, we didn't think it would be life altering <laughs> for them right. at that point. We just thought it was like, oh, this is cool. Like we, we saw the, I, I saw the power in it that it could be positive for her for whatever she wants to do, but we couldn't imagine what, what you couldn't imagine she'd have 108 million plus right. followers on TikTok today. Right. Correct. Right. And the Dixie at this point is still making fun of her. So every right. video after that was a like hit. Same. And di- explain who Dixie is because they. Oh, so Dixie is Charlie's older sister who grew up doing musical theater, singing, and sports. Uh, when she hit high school, she just kind of abandoned the da- music and singing and just did sports and like senior in high school, having right. a blast, like already knew she was going to university of Alabama. Her stuff was good. Making fun of Charlie. She was like, Oh my God, this is so embarrassing. But if you hit a million, I'll get on. Cause it was, we were talking about it so much. Cause it was so crazy. Was like crazy. what is happening? So Charlie hits a million and she introduced Dixie and Dixie had an account that was super private. That was like, not even her name. So we, we were like, you were out of town. And I was like, you better get your name before someone gets, else. Does. Yeah. So she quickly did that when Charlie posted it and then the whole thing. And then she blew up and they were like, oh my God, there's two of them. So that was pretty wild. And then just everybody started trying to contact us or contact them for, you know, they wanted them to do TikToks to their music and stuff like that. And I was like, people don't make money doing that. That's, you know, the first one that was like, can you, this, um, someone in a, at a record label reached out to her and said, could you do a TikTok to this song for $75? And so she was so excited. She sends it, she shows me and I'm like, that's not real. That's very cute. But no, people, no, that's weird. No, who's going to pay you to do a TikTok to their song? That is not even a thing. And so I was like, if anybody wants to talk to you, they can come through me and give him my email. So he emailed right away. And I was like, oh, wait, this is actually real. What is happening? So she did that. And then she went first on that audio. It used to be that way. Like the person with the most likes or views, you could see who it is. So that started happening. And she was being like first on every audio that she would do. It was insane. And and at what point... 
were both of you kind of like, oh my God, like <laughs> this, this is actually <laughs> a thing. Like, like, did you have a moment of like, and you're a businessman and, and you're thinking people are really willing to leverage what she can do. And, and yet it's your daughter. It, so there was a time when she just was, when she started to get in the multiple hundreds of thousands, when she was at 500,000, we, I was doing business out in LA and we have a family calendar and she was just looking at it and said, dad, you're going out to California next week, right? I was like, yes. And kind of the Heidi story before she, Charlie and I did a trip to UNLV and she went and checked out the dance team like six months prior to that. So we've already, we did some trips and I did a trip with Dixie to see other colleges too. And so I was like, you want to come to California? And she's like, yeah. And I said, well, these are the rules. You're staying with me. And you, if you're going to see friends, I want to know who you're going to meet with and all that. And as we landed, she had about half a million followers. And I went on these, went on some of the meetings. She met with this website called famous birthdays and a few other things. And then I'm sitting there trying to use some of my contacts and I'm like friends that are in the apparel industry that deal with influencers. I'm like, what's going on? And he's, and a lot of people said, look, there's a ton of people with hundreds of thousands right. of followers. You re- And even if you have millions of followers, it doesn't mean you're going to be able to sell a product or anything like and that. And it doesn't mean other people want what you have. It, exactly. You know, like you can, you can be one of those people who has tons of followers and you can do it for purely attention seeking purposes to create like fake skits or mean stuff. And like, mm-hmm. it's almost like there's like the Takashi six nines of TikTok. But it's not, you don't really want what they have. Like, you're not going to suddenly dye your hair rainbow colors and get 6ix9ine tattooed on your face. Right. Yeah. And that, and that was what was interesting about about Charlie <laughs> is we kind of, we were used to Instagram. So everybody right. on Instagram has this persona, the lighting's right, the filters are right. And I, and I, it took us a while to understand, like, she's the girl next door. We're middle-class family living in Connecticut. Like, what is... And we kind of figured it out that although she's a beautiful kid and she's really has a great personality, she was kind of like the girl next door, but also she was authentic. She Mm. didn't do, it was her dances were authentic. The way she looked on camera was authentic. Her room being, I say this, people probably heard this before, but we would say to her, dude, you got to clean your room. Like the, your bed's not made. Like right. it's our house. Like it's a bad reflection on it. And she's like, dad, you don't understand. They just want TikTok is, the, and she explained it. And right. I was like, she would cool. have pimple cream on. And I, Mark and I are like, as the numbers are going up, I'm like, I just don't get I it. I think I'm I, just going to shut up. And I'm then, just going to shut sudden, up. <laughs> and then here we are where she is like over a hundred million. Dixie's got over 50 million. You guys have over 10 million. You also have huge Instagram platform. You have a huge platform, period. Like you're, have become in a few years, like in my, per, you don't need to say this, but like the most relevant hot family that like has taken off and that has so many options in terms of projects to be involved with. People want to meet you guys because you're, kids seem very nice and you also haven't been in Hollywood a long time. So there's not like so many layers, you know, it it's, I mean, you guys are kind of like, I mean, I hate to say, and you have a show coming out in your family is, and this is me saying, it's kind of like the next generation of a 
Kardashians, no? I mean, a lot of people say that, and I could... First of all, we don't feel what you're saying because I think just with COVID and everything, we don't, the girls don't, they see the numbers, they appreciate it, they get it. Um, But we're kind of just in our house for the most part doing things like this every once in a while. And we're just kind of working and trying to like figure out the best way to go about this, that everybody's happy and having fun and everybody's in a good mental state and parenting. And so we don't feel that people tell us that stuff and we don't feel it just because, you know, I don't know. I think when you're going to events and there's, you know, crowds of people around and we see it like when the girls, we've been to the mall with Dixie and Noah and, and it's like mayhem and, and Charlie doesn't go out quite as much, but when she does, it's, I mean, just driving in the car on like people crossing in the crosswalk, they'll spot her and come, you know, come to the car. So it's pretty, we see it. We're not stupid, but at the same time, we definitely don't feel it. I think because it's the four of us, like, it's not like it's one of us and the others are looking at it like, oh my God, this whole thing, it's all of us. So we're just kind of living our day to day. But yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's a huge um, compliment because they've been able to create this unbelievable business for themselves and longevity and whether that's, you know, the route they took was, you know, they were in uncharted waters for themselves. And we do kind of look at them for like, how the, like just on the, even the little things, like when you're struggling and you're getting dragged, like how do they do it for so long? You know, it's hard. And so we've heard that. I don't know if I, I, no, I, I, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm with you. I think that I've worked with a lot of my families, right. Entertainment, a lot of pop stars, actresses, a lot of families I've worked with. What's different about your family is it's part of the, it's your lifestyle. It's not like there's one person in the family who's only the star where everyone's reliant and dependable on one person in the family. Cause that creates a really unhealthy dynamic, but it's true though. You, you guys are more of a lifestyle. Yeah. I think we, we, like I work with JLo and Ariana and I've worked with all those and, but it's like, it's just them. And the family's always like, so it's like a weird dynamic. It's like the, the person has the power. Who's that one right. person? I think we weird. we kind of looked at it early on that, look, it's exciting and it's fun, but like we're at the age where we're not looking to, and people's are sort of like, yeah, sure, you're not in, you don't want to be in the line. Like, like we really, we, we want to be, I think we're better off as a family unit doing this than, than some of the, these single right. celebrities that have kind of gotten destroyed out here in LA. And because Charlie was 15 and, and we, we are entrepreneurial, we kind of figured out that, all right, it might be better to do this together. And, and if she's having a tough day, you know, and there were times like when, when Charlie was just kind of struggling early on, Dixie kind of took took the reins and said, all right, I'm going to do this music thing. And then her song came out and it was kind of cool to have Charlie in the background. But I think- And Charlie was so happy to be in the (laughs) background. When Dixie was shooting her first music video, we had to clear the calendar for about three days. And she was like, just like, I love this, Dixie, you do it. Like, you know, And, and I think, yeah, early on, we made a point to set things up so that there isn't that pressure on- Charlie or Dixie, they, we all, you know, they have a podcast together. There's some days like 
one of them struggling and they just can't do it. So they do it alone. And, you know, I think they feel that and they, and they have said, you know, it feels really good knowing it's like, if you, if you don't show up and like are on a lot of things get like crumble. So they don't really feel that. So what has it been like to be in this culture of, you know, people getting so upset? I feel like the bigger (laughs) your platform is, all of a sudden you literally could like walk the wrong way and they'll be like, that's a sketchy walk. Actually, yeah. I think that has happened. I think that has happened. What? Well, she, Charlie was walking the dog and it was the way she was walking. (laughs) There was something weird with her legs. I'm not joking. She was like, it's a, it's a tough balance because you have to have one, one side understand how fortunate and blessed and lucky. And, and this is what a lot of people strive for wanting to be in, in the public eye. And then when you're there, it's you, I try to spend time and appreciate it and say, this is for being 52 years old to thinking, you know, we had a really cool life prior to this. Right. Um, you know, I had an office in New York City. We were, lived 50 miles from New York. I was born in New York City. So it wasn't like we were, they pulled us out of the, you know, middle of nowhere. We were, we had a good thing going, but I tend to look at the side of like, this is a really cool adventure for our family. And unless it's something that is life threatening or like someone comes in with some threat or something, I, I think I've kind of just learned to like not let the noise, how we walk or talk or any of that get to us. Does any noise get through? Absolutely. Still? Yeah. And do you guys coach each other when the noise gets through? Do you know how to like help each other through it? You know, we've, I don't know if you call this lucky, but we are kind of lucky in that we are all get dragged at different times. (laughs) So you have three people that that are feeling good and like, What was the most ridiculous drag that you had? For between the four of us, yeah, like for you and oh for you, Heidi and Mark. I think what the the stuff that's the truth is is whatever you right. know. It's it's you. It's you, yeah. who you are. So you got to deal with that. The lies are and the 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 stuff that tugs at your 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 core and fabric as a person. Like there was this, and it's already been talked about, but there was this thing where we forced Dixie and Charlie to do content. And it and it got legs on it. And what happens is it'll it'll start in some some kid will post it. Like some 10 you it'll even say, Hi, I'm Sally, I'm 10 years old and this is my profile. And right. then you're like, wait, this person posted this and then it gets on the it'll there's it's almost like it just escalates it goes from a post to the t pages which is where they kind of have the gossip pages and then it'll get picked up by a lower level media account and then it'll be does mark and heidi abuse their kids question mark right and you're like dude to have on. our name in that same sentence with abuse is just like this it's just like it's like punch in the gut that's probably probably been the worst for us. And, and the other thing I always, I, I say is like, we're, look, we're, we obviously got where we are. So we, there is some intelligence there, but there's not some master plan where we're like, Hey, 
Charlie, this is your, like, we're figuring right. it out. We're going to be the next bionic woman <laughs> 10 years from now and be in a Marvel. Like, you're not there. You're like, holy cow, this has been a wild ride. And like, let's see what comes and let's mm -hmm. have fun as a family and be healthy. And, and yeah. we look, and we look at like, the, like, I look at this as an opportunity to open up to, for more opportunities. I don't look at this as there's obviously a, a, a big financial windfall in, in this. If you, if we do it, if the girls and we do it right, but this is more like why we got involved. Cause I'm like, look, if I want to start another clothing brand, having 10 million followers when I walk into a, so we've kind of embraced that, not necessarily to be influencers, but just to have options for ourselves when our kids are, Dixie already moved out. Charlie will probably move out. She has the ability to do it when she turns 18. She could stay and as long as she wants. But so, but we don't really have this big master plan. And when people come and say, this is what the parents are doing, we're like, yeah, dude, I'm not that smart to figure out. Yeah, it's an odd thing for people to do too. You're almost like, what well, A, it's weird energy, right? Like it's 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 interesting to me that people go whether you troll or whether you say something that it's just, it's odd. Like, I, I mean, I understand gossip back in the day, maybe you call a friend and you talk about someone, but you don't like try to spread lot, or at least I never did, but it's very unusual that people like to do that. Well, you know, I think this app in particular with TikTok is you can get famous off of a negative comment or a negative post. And that's what people mm. are trying to do at all costs. Interesting. They don't care. So um, they will, and it'll be, you know, it'll come sometimes come out of a straight lie and they, people think it's true. So now they're famous because they brought the attention to this and it's. I'm an ex meth addict and I used to sell drugs and I've even done some very <laughs> unsavory things and everyone knows that, but I kind of, am like, it is what it is. Like we, we do things. But like, I can't, the, if someone tried to use that against me, it sucks because it's like, whatever, I made a mistake or. I, I think the problem is, is like the, the problem for, for me is when something is so far from, you know, you, you could recognize the mistake that you, that, that you've made. And I think we all do. Mm -hmm. But what I find with social media is like, it's relentless mm -hmm. on, you know, I have a body of work of 52 years. And, and for the most part that I've made a lot of mistakes, but overall, I think I've probably been, a, if you ask the people that know me the most and are closest to me would know, would say, you know, I'm generous, I'm compassionate, all those, all those great things. And with even not, not just myself, but other influencers, like it starts these one little things. And I'm not talking about something heinous that is, you know, your sexual predator or something like that. I'm just talking about that you start to get things, whether they're true or false, that start to define you. And that's, that's been my issue with some of these things. Like I was just reading, you, you know, there's, there was this thing that Charlie buys followers, you know, or, or Charlie's dad bought her followers couldn't be further from the, from the truth, but it starts to get legs and it starts to, mm. it, it starts to chip away at someone's or the perception of someone's character, not necessarily who they, who they are. So. Also, I feel like I now maybe cause we're in it more, but you these, 
no one, but especially these kids, I feel like they're not allowed to make mistakes, you know, and. Yeah, I've seen Charlie do apology videos and I'm like, clearly that's not what she meant. Yeah. I'm like, on my end, I'm like, obviously. Yeah. But I'm like, God, it's kind of this pressure that you have to like make different groups happy, even if it's almost like intention doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like. You're right. Like. It's not even intention. And then it's suddenly like, no, you're wrong. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I struggled with that early on when like political correctness started because like I would see my grandfather, who was a loving, compassionate person, had things that he would say that were not off color, but were just like he would say, sweetheart and mm -hmm. and things and or or how you gals doing and everybody be up in arms and i was like but let's talk about his not what you're what you're feeling about that but what was his intent his intent yeah. was love compassion would give the shirt off of his back for you but we're turning it into something something different so and that's what i see a lot with today in in today's culture is is it's all about how someone necessarily feels about something and not what's in my heart does that create anxiety at all for you guys for the girls i think it, it for us it just you don't you get a watered down per you don't get to know the real person because they're so concerned with how how is this person going to feel if I say what's really on my mind? And we're going to just, just get a bunch of people that mm. talk the same way. And well, we know that's not you, you know right. And, and I see that I see that a lot. And you have certain guys that are able to probably say be more open with with their like Joe Rogan for example. I think is really good as far as kind of not filtering and and but yeah. I mean it's it sucks to go around life trying to. With, with a filter on all the time. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I um, have this project that I'm thinking of doing uh, because I feel like people find, at least my opinion, one thing and they get polarized that they can't get along with each other. And uh, so I wanna I write a, my next book on resentments. I've written a few books and it, you're, you're right. It, it What it does is it pushes people not to be authentic if they can't express themselves. And the bigger the platform is and I certainly think that like you guys have catapulted. And so do you feel like you have to be more careful today? Do you think about it more? I mean, everything we do, I mean, we did a um, dinner with the D'Amelios that turned into like a horrible situation. It, it affected all of us because it Is was- Is that the one where one of them didn't want to eat snails? Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't like, I don't like caviar either. Yeah. Well, imagine if it was caviar. So How dare you not like this expensive egg? Both girls <laughs> had their own, people had issues with separate things that they did. So, okay, so part of the bit or the yeah. video was we had a chef who we're friends with. Their idea to put the snail in, Dixie was knew about it, and but she's got a very sensitive gag reflex. So she will, she gets grossed out and she threw up. And so that was, you disrespectful to the chef, bratty, no manners. And then Charlie was, James Charles was with us. And he said, uh, she said, it would be cool to hit a hundred million one year, like on the day after hitting a million. And James said, oh, is it 95 million not enough? Cause she was at 95 million. Like uh, joking. Totally joking. And she's ungrateful. We're just numbers to her. We need an apology. How dare you? 
it turned into this whole thing and it was bad. And it was, it just, it was everywhere. I feel like there were people talking about Wendy Williams was talking about my kids were trash and disrespectful. I'm like, every single Her person that trash. works, works with us <laughs> gets a phone, like whether it's a zoom call, a phone call or like a, actual working on something, they will call like yeah. Greg that works for us or, or our agency. And is like, these girls are the most professional, respectful, sweetest. But like, don't you think I, this is my theory. <laughs> The people, because I'll notice this with books, right? Or like on TikTok, I've realized that I have to be like a hot dad. People seem to be more into that. I can talk about self-help all the day. I've been doing it for 18 years plus. I could do really put thought and soul behind it. And like, people are like, okay, cool. Go back in a Speedo. So <laughs> that's what I, yeah, honestly. So like my videos are ridiculous on TikTok, but it's fun too. Yeah. But people would be like, you shouldn't be doing that. You should be doing more self-help. And what I've come to realize is those people don't buy my books anyways. Mm -hmm. Those are my people. Yeah. Like the people who are actually upset aren't actually the people who buy your products, invest in you, give you good energy. Because they would love. never say that about you. No, never. No. Like you would never <laughs> say that about someone yeah. that you loved. Right. And so to me, it's this weird thing where it's like having to cater to this media storm. I, I think we're in a different situation because we're because we want to be we put ourselves in 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 the in the limelight or the spotlight yeah. or whatever you want to call it to to assist our kids. And I'm very cautious not to do something detrimental that I have to, that I will embarrass my, my kids. Like if they were just, if, if I were in, you know, CEO of a company and I was on a book tour or whatever, and I would kind of be more free to say what I want to say, I just don't want to like, I, it's it, the same way. You don't want to have your kids get bullied and right. get hurt. You don't want to cause anything that would end up causing your kids right. to have some negative repercussion. Right. It's not worth it. And mm -hmm. It's they're the number one priority. Right. And I think how you've done it, like I said earlier, is brilliant because it's a part of a family lifestyle. I actually believe they'll be healthier and happier with Hollywood as you're going through it all yourselves because you can experience it and understand it like they do. Right. You can have empathy. You can have real compassion. There can't be like, you don't understand. It's like, no, nah, I've kind of been dragged <laughs> and I've yeah. been canceled. Yeah. And because you know, unless you've experienced that, yeah. You don't really know how it you feels. Don't really know. You don't, don't. You don't know how it feels when the injustice hits, and you are. You're all about fitness. Your past was photography, modeling, fitness. Is that kind of like where you're putting a lot of energy into now? Um, I mean, I love to work out. That's my favorite thing to do. So that is gonna be. Do you guys work out together? <laughs> I'll Mark doesn't we, like to work out. We no. have in the past. We're just on different journeys, you know? <laughs> <laughs> He's walking, you're running. <laughs> uh, I like to lift weights. I, and that's always going to be a part of me. That's my That unboxing is my favorite thing. So that'll be, you know, that will come up because that is what I'm about. Um, I, I'm not so much into photography anymore just because I don't have the time to really devote to it. And um yeah, I, I think it'll, I'm not like, oh, I'm on this fitness path and I'm going to be this person to be the face of that. Like, I think things will just happen naturally. I'm not like seeking that out. Right. But I think there is interest there. Like I'm almost 50 and, you know, I lift weights heavy. And that's like, I think there's a lot of value and 
and what I could talk, how I could talk to that for other people who maybe never lift weights in their, yeah, lifted weights in their life. Both thank of you are attractive. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're both like a very handsome <laughs> couple. Your kids are attractive. No, really. I mean, like you guys like take care of yourselves and like work thank out you. and dress well. I mean, thanks. You know? Yeah, I, think I thought I thought I was older than both of you. I look like Father Time, but I'm ten years younger. <laughs> yeah, I think we have to 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 Heidi's point before. Like, we've definitely put a lot of emphasis on making sure our kids are okay. And I think as you start to get into your fifties, you have to really focus on it. But no excuses. I mean, we're no the only person that interferes with me going with her to the gym is me. That's you know, there's I mean, there's time twenty four hours in a day we can get. We can get there, but. So tell me about your podcast now. Ooh, I don't know, it's fun. It's actually really cool because it's, when you're going through the day, when a married couple goes through the day, she's doing her thing, I'm doing yeah. my thing. I used to be working in my in my job. She would be doing a lot of the stuff that she does. And then we'd meet for like five minutes and we did I'd still be thinking about my day. She'd be thinking about her day. And it was kind of just chatter, not really deep, mm. but this is actually <laughs> super cool because it, it, we have to prepare for it. And then we really spend a half hour to 40 minutes talking and having it in, interact. And it's, and we got along from the first day we met. So we get along. It's just like the life just doesn't put you in that position where, you're both able to open up at the same time and, and receive each other. And that's been, what's really been really, for me, it's been really cool about that. Yeah. I mean, I, our life is going so fast and the days are flying and there's so much going on. That's our time once a week to kind of, we, you know, that's what people want to know. Like what, it, how is this happening? What is happening? And like the behind the scenes of everything. And we talk a lot about that and how it affects each other and the kids and parenting. And so we get that time of sort of process what's happened in the week before, which is nice. Cause sometimes I'm like, where did the last six months go? And now I don't feel that as well, much. It's cool because too. Cause you get to chronicle yeah. your life as well in real time. So week by week, you're able to kind of give your perspective, your life kind of like you know, yeah. I've, I've listened to a few episodes. It's great. It's called The Other D'Amelios. Yes. Um, <laughs> and sometimes you bring, you know, different family members into it. But mm -hmm. basically, it's the two of you connecting around what's going on, how you're feeling. Yes. Um, what's coming up in the family. Yes. All of that. And then do you have a show coming out, TV? Or is it not not? No, I think we can, we, can, yeah. we can say it. We just, we have a show coming out on Hulu, um, a family show with all four of us. Docu-series. A docu-series that will um, probably be this summer. It's coming out. It's awesome. Yeah, it's really Yeah, it's been that's really been fun. good. Have you started recording? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was last on board for doing anything like this because I was like, can we just hold on to something and not let it be out there? Like, but, um, I, then I realized <laughs> every time we walk out of the house, there's like, we're being recorded. So we're like, okay, we're, let's own it and share our story. And I, th people have this perception of us and who we are and what we're all about. And it's just usually wrong. So we wanted to to share you know all what's of us. cool? It's almost like you're in control of your own narrative and your own story. 
And instead of just allowing someone else to tell your story, if they want to hear your story, they tune into your podcast, they follow you on social media, they watch the television show, and that's how they get to know you guys. Right. It, that That's the source, right? Yeah. I mean, back to the, what we were talking about earlier, you get these things that people, you know, they'll show our old house from, from Connecticut and they make this perception on, but they don't show our first house where, and there's this story of how we got there. And I'm not, not saying we're not privileged and we, we don't, we don't have a great life, but there is a, a road we've, we took to get to where we are and we're not, we're not perfect, but I think the truth and is better than the fabrication that other people are making. So I'm like, look, if people are going to not like us, at least have them not like us for who we really are. <laughs> Can I ask, so do you ever get concerned when, especially as like Dixie and Charlie, like now it's like all of a sudden, like they can make a song happen. They can, they have like, they can get more power than radio spins because people replicate the video. It can go from having 8 million views to suddenly another 300,000 people are making videos, right? Like they have more power than a song on a radio with the kids. They really do. Like I've, yeah. And so in this like fashion and styling and like, you know, it's a whole, I know you guys have been probably immersed in last year. You're <laughs> like, okay, there's some characters out here, right? Like, and you know, you want to make sure people are getting in their ear and you want to give them freedom, you know, freedom to make their own mistakes and their own choices. Is it hard because you'll see people really kissing up or do you, does it, is it not hard? I mean, first and foremost, we're parenting our teenage girls. Right. And they've said this, you know, publicly before that the best thing about our family is that we keep them in check. So that doesn't happen because they, they see other people that do that, that get a little ahead of themselves and are feeling themselves a little too much. And it's yeah. such a turnoff to them. And, you know, sometimes things move fast and, you know, if they're a little snippy, I'm like, well, no, you know, we don't leave a set unless they go and tell everyone, thank you. And how much they appreciate their time. And just because I would be doing that anyway. And sometimes things do, you know, they're tired is eight hour day and they're ready to get out of there. But that's the basic respect that you, these people deserve. Like, so I think we are, and they get it and they know, and they're like, Oh, I can't believe, or sometimes it's, they left and like, they'll send a text like, and she'll, they'll tell me like, I just want you to know, like I told them, thank you. And, and stuff like that. So we are, we're not, we don't have them under our thumb. We trust them, but we definitely make sure that we're still parenting them because there is a lot going yeah, on and there are a lot of people in there. Your ear. wise counsel. So it's like, <laughs> Giving your wise counsel, and by the way, it's parenting, just period, but it's also, you know, they are the most popular kids in this world of digital social media, right? They are the cool kid. Like, whether they want to be or not, mm -hmm. kids see them as that. And so when somebody's like that, a lot of people want to be around it because they, and I've seen this working with talent, because then they can, you know be successful too. And like, it's gotta be for them. I imagine it sounds like they're really level headed and you guys all talked as a family together, but I got to imagine it's hard sometimes to navigate. I think early on that, well, so early on the, the first time when Charlie came with Mark to LA, um, a friend of hers, uh, posted on his account 
And we were like, why didn't you put that on your account? And she was like, I'm trying to make actual friendships. She's 15. She was like, I don't want anybody to think I'm using them. Just like I wouldn't want that, like... She mm. didn't have a following at the time, much of a following at the time, but so, and they've maintained that they will meet, they meet a lot of people and they would never ask for a picture to post with them because they want to make that real connection and they never want anybody to ever feel like they're using them. People do, uh, they feel it when people are doing that to them and like kind of just want to be in the space because they know what's going to come out of it and it doesn't feel good and they avoid those people. And they're very, very smart like that. They just don't want to be around people that don't want to be with them because of who they are. Right. And they don't, they don't care. Like, not that they don't care about, you know, they have this big following and I could do all this stuff. That's not important to them as much as a real connection and friendship and people that they can really rely on. Mm-hmm. That is the most important thing. To and, them. and we've done for that reason, we've done a made the house like this safe space. Like we don't, as parents, like there's so many of my friends that have kids. They're like, hey, could you have your daughter do a video for my daughter? Could you have a daughter? And I've- Oh, really? They do? Oh yeah, all the time. And it's been, and, but I don't want to have, you'll see like, there's some TikToks, me and Charlie together, me and Dixie together, but they're kind of just like, they make make the, like, I'm never like, hey guys, let's do a TikTok together. And I want to make it our our house where they don't have to worry that we as parents, like this is your time to, and Charlie will say say all the time, like, like this is my place where I could vent and be myself. And I'm like, cool. And we, we, we protect that. But to your, to your point, like have people come out of the woodwork? Yes. And we've insulated ourselves by hiring a great team around us. People that have been to Hollywood that when the opportunities are brought to us, but we, they're already vetted, but I've told both kids, I'm like, look, it's, I know you guys are on another level as far as people coming at you, but that's life. I mean, people are always, whether you're the principal of a school or, or yeah, whatever, people are always going to the say, CEO, hot one minute, every, <laughs> it, that's how it works. You, 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 yeah. you could potentially give someone an internship or whatever. Yeah. There's all these reasons why people are going to try to get to know you yeah. and try to get something from you. That's, that's life. And you just got to kind of navigate through that. But, and they do, I guess, pretty well. Yeah, I think so. Well, everyone needs to check out the other Demilios. I really appreciate you guys sitting down with me and getting to know you. And I was, you know, poking around as I do <laughs> just to see, you know, what y'all feel and think and Appreciate getting to know you guys and thanks for coming on. Thanks for having us. This was awesome. Cool. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, make sure you click to subscribe. Check out the other D'Amelio's podcast. Rate this podcast. Like give it a bunch of ratings really high or give it (laughs) low ones. Or you could be a hater like we were talking about and be like, oh, Coach Mike's voice is so annoying. (laughs) And by the way, I don't care because you're probably not buying my book. So. Lots of love. Talk to you next time and keep it magical. The Always Evolving with Coach Mike Bear podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only and is not intended as a replacement or substitution for any professional, medical, financial, legal, 
or other advice, diagnoses, or treatment. This podcast does not constitute the practice of medicine or any other professional service. The use of any information provided during this podcast is at the listener's own risk. For medical or other advice appropriate to your specific situation, please consult a physician or other trained professionals.